like to get myself like real, real sopping wet and then just break into my neighbor's house and steal all of their shit. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcastrophe episode 159. I'm your host, Dick. Uh, it's been a while. It's been about a month, actually a month to the day since I recorded or maybe since I uploaded, whatever. Um, it's It's been a minute, so I figured I would just go ahead and do a real quick uh, solo cast. You know, I, I, I need to get some content as always. I mean, I've been saying for like almost two, three years now that... Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I think the last time I consistently podcasted was probably 2020 and it is 2023. It's near the end of 2023 and I've maybe put out 10 episodes in the last year, <laughs> uh, which is crazy. I was putting out like 25 a year for a while at like every other week or every week or maybe it was 50. I, I don't know. Math is hard sometimes. So, um, yeah, it's, it's the weirdest thing going from doing a podcast every single week to maybe once a month. It just depends. It's not for lack of trying. Like I've definitely had a, I have, I've had a few, like, especially since the last podcast I, re- I, uh, recorded with, uh, Tyler, uh, it's, I've, I think I've tried maybe three times to get guests and it, it's just all either fallen through or just had too much fun with what we were doing and just decided not to do it. So, uh, yeah. So like, but I promise there's going to be some good stuff on the horizon. It's just a matter of doing it and having time to do it. Like I've been working a ton. Uh, Miranda is still in nursing school and, uh, she's, she's in her junior year and I might be rehashing a lot of stuff like just that you probably already know, (laughs) but these podcasts are so few and far between that I don't remember everything that I've said. So anyway, um, yeah, like I said, we've been just been working a lot, uh, just kind of skating by paycheck to paycheck. It is what it is, especially in uh, today's economy. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just figured I would again, take some time to update you guys on my life. Uh, not a whole lot's been going on. I've been uh, playing some games. I'm still catching up on Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. By catching up, I mean earlier this year I had to completely restart uh, playing because uh, Capcom decided to release the game on PlayStation 5. And while I did not have to restart, that is the main console I play. And so, of course, I'm going to play my favorite game on my main console and you know i'm i'm a lot further along than i was on the switch uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun uh, I'm, I, i've just made so much progress on it and while i haven't played in a few weeks it's it's nice to know where i'm at and the progress i'm making on it so that's a lot of fun uh i've done i've played some monster hunter world and iceborne a little bit so as you can tell i'm still a giant fan uh one new thing that's come out with monster hunter lately is monster hunter now which is uh by niantic 
which is the same company that does Pokemon Go. It's it's essentially Pokemon Go, but instead of catching things, you're fighting things, and it does a really good job of capturing the core gameplay of Monster Hunter, which is you know the combat and the gathering and all that. And it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've honestly found myself uh, driving around for like 10 extra minutes in the morning before work and then another 15 minutes after work. And I find myself, um, the, this is where the addiction has really come in is that at like nine, nine thirty at night, everybody's in bed. I'm still awake. I'm getting ready to go to bed. I just get bored. There's nothing, there hasn't really been anything on my YouTube subscriptions or anything interesting to watch. Uh, there's no shows out right now that I'm watching except for, uh, Loki, and uh, we, we finished up, or I finished up Ahsoka a few weeks ago, um, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. I'm, I don't, I don't know how much in depth I'm going to go with Ahsoka, uh, with no um, guest to talk to about it, but I'll do my best. Uh, but anyway, back to Monster Hunter. Now, uh, I've been, <laughs> I found myself getting bored before bed. So what I'll do is I'll just throw on some shoes. I'm already in my pajamas and I'll just drive around my small town and, uh, collect stuff. I'll do a bunch of, uh, I'll, I'll fight a bunch of stuff. And it's just, it's like another 10, 15 minutes of just driving around for, <laughs> for a mobile game. So, Yeah. But I've I've beaten the story of that. I am currently, I think, about halfway through my second playthrough of the story, which is when you restart the story in Monster Hunter Now, it is uh, everything's six-star instead of whatever they were before. So, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I've got a few people I play with when I get the opportunity to. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's different <laughs> and it's, it's my current addiction. So yeah, there's that. Um, uh, moving on, I'll talk a little bit about Ahsoka, the Disney plus series that is, uh, part of technically part of the Mando verse or Mando series, Mandalorian written by, uh, Dave Filoni and, uh, John Favreau, but John Favreau doesn't have anything to do with the Ahsoka series as far as I know. And, uh, yeah. If you're a fan of Clone Wars, you know who Ahsoka is. If you are a fan of Star Wars Rebels, you know who Ahsoka is. Ahsoka Tano is um, Anakin Skywalker's former Padawan or apprentice. And uh, she became a very beloved character throughout the Clone Wars franchise. And then um, moving on, moving forward, we had the uh, Rebels uh, franchise and series. And it was, she's, she while she wasn't in the rebels a whole lot i think she was only in it for like one season and uh you got this amazing scene with uh, her facing off with darth vader aka anakin skywalker her former master and in that scene you see her come to terms with the fact that that is what her former master has become that's like she actually realizes holy shit that really is anakin and he's He's not Anakin anymore. <laughs> ah, a little stuffy, but anyway, so, and then Rebel or Clone Wars, you know, you just see her develop over the course of seven seasons into this 
incredible Jedi, this incredible character. At first, you fucking hate her. She's so annoying. She's so brash, just like her master. And it's it. She's just annoying in the first season, and then over time, she you just see her learn her lessons, and you you learn from Dave Filoni that that's how she was designed. Like her character was designed that way to. Like, uh, of course, you're not going to like her. And, and she, she's that it's designed that way so she, you can see the growth. And that's so cool. Dave Filoni is just an incredible writer. He he gets Star Wars. I can't I can't stress that enough. If you are a fan of Star Wars, Dave Filoni is the next George Lucas. Like he tra- like he uh, essentially apprenticed under George Lucas during the Clone Wars writing and development of the series. And, you know, Ahsoka Tano was his, it's Dave Filoni's creation, but George Lucas is the one that put the idea in his head. He said, hey, Anakin Skywalker has an apprentice. And Dave Filoni's like, "Uh, what? Anyway, uh, yeah, so the Ahsoka series, which takes place during the Mandalorian season three, supposedly, um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The it had all the magic of Star Wars, uh, from like the scoundrelliness, the the space opera, the 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 lightsabers, the force, the action. It, it it was it was a love letter to it was a love letter to the Clone Wars series, as well as a continuation of Star Wars Rebels. You could argue that this was Star Wars Rebels season five, and I it, it it's just great. <laughs> you get almost all the car- all the entire cast of Rebels back in live action. You get Ahsoka Tano continuing her journey that we've seen for a, f- a couple episodes of The Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. And um, I'm not going to go into spoiler territory, but man, if if you love Star Wars, Ahso- the Ahsoka series is a must for you. It, it dives into all the Jedi stuff. It dives in, in the return of Hayden Christensen. That is one thing I will spoil is that you see, I mean, if you haven't watched it by now, you probably know Hayden Christensen is back in live action as Anakin Skywalker. And it was just so incredible to see him play that character again, aside from his appearance in the Obi-Wan series. Uh, but you know, like seeing him play Anakin, but play it as Clone Wars Anakin. You get to see him play Anakin that was Ahsoka's master. And he really watched, he watched all of Clone Wars to get a better sense of his own character. And that's, he did the, he did his homework. He did such a great job. And uh, just to see the two live action versions of the characters interact with each other i mean and rosario dawson knocked out of the park too like because she also did her research she watched ashley Eckstein's version of ahsoka tano in both clone wars and rebels she's got her cadence down her speaking and cadence down she's got her movements down it's her personality and i mean and then she mixed in with her own it makes for an excellent um like aged, matured Ahsoka, and it's it's so cool. It's so cool seeing this, seeing this series develop and come out, and like I, I just can't recommend it more. 
So well, I'll dive in. I'll dive into the Ahsoka series a little harder when I can get a guest that I can bounce off of. But in the meantime, go watch it if you're a fan of Star Wars. I mean, and, and then on top of that, it's a it's it's part of this whole Mandalorian universe, almost the Filoni verse, the Favreau verse, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, there's been one of my favorite bands. Not, I wouldn't say favorite band, but a band I really, really like that I uh, occasionally listen to. Uh, Thy Art is Murder. They're, they're a deathcore band from Australia. Um, they, <laughs> there's been a lot of controversy with them lately, uh, starting with a post that their vocalist CJ McMahon made. Um, again, I didn't, I didn't really see the post. Uh, I'm only going off of what I see. I saw in the aftermath of it, I guess he reshared something from some right winger and, uh, it was a video of a mother and like a one or two year old child. The child basically doesn't know how to speak full sentences. Maybe only knows one or two words. And basically the woman asks, are you a boy or are you a girl? And the, and maybe asked if it was a boy. I think the the gender or proper term sex of the child was he, he was a boy. And they the mother asked if it was a girl. He was a girl. And the child said, yeah, because, of course, you know, a baby doesn't. I'm sorry, but a baby doesn't know. Um, it, 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 you can't. It's It's weird. I'm. I'm very split on this issue. Uh, obviously, I those who know me know I'm very supportive or fully supportive of the trans community of the LGBTQ plus all those letters after I, I'm, I'm not familiar with the whole thing, but um, not to not to pull that card. But like one of my best friends is gay and I do my best to educate myself as much as I can on this on these issues just so I can be an ally because I do fully believe in trans and LGBTQ plus rights. Um, not, I keep saying them to them both. This is my, like my autism kicking in because uh, <laughs> like I have to explain myself, but, uh, I, I do believe in all of their rights. They're, they're human beings. They have every right to be who they are, to love who they want to love and to just exist. And, um, this is, this whole thing is like a big case of, I think people going too far and like, this is a case of, dare I say it, cancel culture at its worst, you know, um, we're all human beings and I think we all do deserve a little grace and, you know, he, CJ McMahon went on to say that this mother, this woman should be burned alive. And it's, it's like, yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit much <laughs> like, um, yeah, that, that's a bit much, but you know, look at who he is. He's the vocalist, you know, the guy who writes lyrics and sings those lyrics, screams those lyrics for a deathcore band. That's a band, a type of that type of music is full of extreme like lyrics and extreme, uh, I not ideas, but like imagery and uh, topics and, and like they 
But just because they fucking sing about it doesn't mean they believe it. I mean, look at Tom Araya from Slayer. He sings about God hating us all, and uh, and he's a fucking Catholic. <laughs> and it's just, it's just like it's just crazy. Anyway, it's like why why is everybody surprised that he's saying something like this? So anyway, he went on to uh, say he's temporary quitting some social media, but then he came back like sometime later and was like, Hey, and posted an apology video. Didn't seem very sincere. It just seemed, it seemed very forced. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, the band themselves made a post saying, Hey, we're pushing the release date of our new album back, uh, by just by a week. It's just by a week. Okay. Fast forward a little bit. And, um, they, <laughs> They release it like on release day. They release a statement saying that CJ has been fired from the band, and over the last week or so, they record they completely recorded re-recorded all the vocals with a new vocalist, and they're happy to release the album. Blah blah blah. They they posted some stuff about um, what like the reasoning behind it all, and it's just it's just nuts, and. Um, it's just, it's just like, holy shit. And then I go to CJ's, uh, Instagram and he made a post the, at like midnight saying, Hey, I can't wait for everybody to hear the album. I'm so proud of it. And that, and, and a bunch of other stuff. And it's just like, holy shit. He doesn't know. He did not know that he was fired from the band and they re-recorded all of his vocals, which is super shitty. Come to find out, yeah, he he found out through their social media post, and that's just super shady. It's not it's not good practice. Um, I understand. I understand wanting to kick him out for because his views and his uh, social media presence has officially hurt the band. The band is a business. They all have to. That is how they make their living. That is how their crew makes their living. That is how. Like I understand all of that. It is a business, you know, if someone is hurting that business, if you have an employee that is hurting your business and causing you to lose money and causing you, uh, you to put your way of life or not your way of life, but your, um, your, the way you make your living in danger. Uh, yeah, you have every right to get rid of that, that person, but do it in a respectful way. Don't fuck someone over like it's just it's just super shitty. But anyway, so that prompted him to uh, post a second video. He says, this is the second video I made weeks ago. The band never posted the apology video you saw. You all saw was forced. I was forced to make. I actually told the band to fire me as I didn't want to apologize as I didn't have anything to apologize for. The band said that if I left the band, the, if I left, the band would be done. So the band I made the apology video saw, you saw, but this is the video I meant. I was shut down about posting this. So I'm going to play this for you. It's a bit long, but I think he explains, I think he does a really good job explaining his uh, side of things, you know, and I think you might not, you might agree with it. You might not. And, you know, I am fully open to discussion on it. I'm fully open to discussion on it. This is just the way I see it currently as is. And, you know, I'm I'm with him for the most part. So I'm going to go ahead and play it. Hey, guys. Um, CJ here. I wanted to talk about what's going on um, 
and about what I posted, but also apologise to everybody that's been upset and offended by this because I can now see how that has come across, that I've offended the trans community. But I wanted to let you know that, um, that I apologise for this. None of this was my um, thought of doing at all. I wasn't trying to target the trans community. My issue with the video is you have a child that's six months to one year old that can verbalise a word that is yeah and that is it. Um, this woman could have said anything to this child. She could have said, do you want to be an Islamic terrorist and blow up cities around the world? The baby would have said, yeah. Do you want to uh, identify as a dinosaur and live as a dinosaur for the rest of your life? And the baby would have said, yeah. Um, I think um, the world is fucked up enough as it is with everything going on, uh, nothing to do with the LGBTQ family or anything like this whatsoever. And um, I'll always stand with everybody with whatever their belief or whatever they want to be um, announced as or spoken to as or identify as. But the people that I will always stick up for first and foremost before anybody is the people that can't stand up for themselves and that's children. I feel that there's a lot of different walks of life other than the LGBTQ plus family that indoctrinate children and force feed children information and ideals many years before these children should be um, spoken to about these things. I think around the world, um, the sex ed conversation between school and children and parents and children range from about 10 or 11 or 12. And I think that's a that's a decent age um, to have these discussions about sex and gender and how the birds and the bees and all these sort of things work. And I think for me, my opinion is that children should be protected from all of these things until these ages. And I'm sure, of course, there is a very, very small percentages of children that have these feelings of, of being gay or being trans before the ages of 10, 11 and 12. And I think that these kids should be protected, nurtured, loved, respected and looked after if they do have these views. I fully back all of this 100%. The thing I don't back is these kids that their only information is the closest people around them and then people force feeding these things that I feel are highly inappropriate for children to begin with at these young ages. I feel it's inappropriate. That is my opinion and I stick by my opinion. I'm sure some of you, if not all of you, have seen videos of um, the LGBTQ plus family um, doing burlesque slash stripping shows in front of children, whether it's at a daycare centre or a centre that's been hired out for mothers to bring their infant and extremely young children to these events, I also feel that this is highly inappropriate. Whether the woman is identifies as a woman and is straight in gender and sex and that is still highly inappropriate. In Australia, you can't go to a burlesque show or a strip show until you're the age of consent and the age of being able to drink alcohol, which is 18. I feel that this is the age in America would be 21. And I feel sure you're allowed to make that conscious decision for yourself. But me being a parent of two kids, um, I find that this behavior 
is completely inappropriate. Again, none, my post wasn't targeted at the trans community. It was there to protect children. That's all I want to stand for. I'm probably fucking up everything I'm saying right now, but I'm really trying to defend myself and also apologize at the same time for how it's come across. I shouldn't have said burn her to death, um, but I was infuriated. I'm sure if I wrote that about a police officer or a politician or a priest or something like that, it wouldn't, wouldn't have had gained any traction. Everyone would have backed me. Again, I apologize for the wording I used. Um, I don't know how I've been called a rapist. I don't know how I've been called somebody that wants to kill children. I don't know how the fuck we've gotten to that point. Um, but all I wanted to do was protect children at all costs from all things, including trans children. I would protect every child, black, white, trans, straight, gay, poor, rich, uneducated, educated, whatever it is. I don't care. I stand with fucking kids and I stand to protect them at all costs, whether they have anything to do with my life or the un on the other side of the planet. And I have information about it. One thing, the two most things I can't stand in this world are rapists and fucking pedophiles and I believe they all deserve to burn in fucking hell. Um, I'm not calling anybody from the trans, pedophiles or rapists or any of these sort of things. I apologise to all the people that have been offended, the LGBTQ plus family, the trans people. All my intentions were was to protect children and this has all gone way too far and it's affected my life, my career, my friends, my family, my business, my staff, everybody. Um, I'm sure my trans friends that know me well would understand where I'm coming from and if they don't, I apologize for that. I've probably lost friends in this process. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know much what else to say, but all my intentions were, were to protect all kids, trans, straight, poor, rich, black, white, yellow, pink, whatever they identify as, protect all kids at all costs. So yeah, there you have it. Um, yeah, uh, I think he said it perfectly well. Um, it, you, everyone has the freedom of speech, especially here in America. You know, we have the freedom of speech. And while he's Australian, and that, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they have freedom of speech as well. But freedom of speech obviously doesn't mean freedom from uh, consequence and freedom from uh, uh, the, like there's the, there's the, always the court of public opinion and you know, it's, it is what it is. Uh, I think everybody deserves grace. And you know, if you're, if you're willing to accept that you fucked up and what you said, like, which he did, um, you should be given that grace. I mean, obviously not everybody has to give him that grace. That's your right. Um, but I think, I think he uh, what he said was very well put and you know children do need to protect be protected they they don't they don't have that that knowledge that we do their their source of knowledge is us their source of protection is us and yeah for i i, I don't want to risk sounding like a fucking crazy right winger and being against like trans people and saying trans people are groomers and all that. Like, I, I don't think that at all. I'm fully for the trans community. I'm fully for the gay community and the LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus all of that. I, I fully support it, but it's just, you got, you get these people that are, 
weirdly standing for it. Like they're weirdly like just pushing it. Like it's, it's just so weird. Like why, why can't you just let your kid grow up to be who they want to be, who to be who they are? Why do you have to? And, and, and again, I don't, I don't fully believe this is like a really big thing. Like this is probably just like X amount of people doing this shit. And it's just weird. Like, why are you really going hard trying to push your child to be trans or why are you trying to push your child to be gay? Like just let them, if they are, just let them be. If they're not, let them be. I don't know. It's it. Again, there's there's so much nuance to this subject that I it, it it's hard to put this opinion out there without risk of sounding like homophobic or transphobic or bigoted. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I know I'm not. <laughs> that's up. For, I mean, if you guys if you guys listening think that I am, then I guess that's that's on you. I, I know what I am and I know I'm not and I, I don't really have to defend myself too much because those around me know that I'm not. So uh, that's that, I guess. <laughs> um, I might I might post on the Instagram to uh, leave a dis- like to leave your comments. Let's have a discussion. Uh, let's keep it respectful, obviously. But yeah, I'm, I'm also so moving on from that subject. <laughs> I just wanted to share. It's been bugging me for a few weeks, and I've wanted to talk about it on the podcast. So I, I, here I am talking about it on the podcast. So, um, yeah, uh, moving forward, a little housekeeping. Uh, again, I'm going to try to keep making more podcasts uh, whenever I can. Uh, I've got a huge guest coming up, I hope, uh, whether I get to actually meet him in person and do the interview in person or do it over the Internet. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, I'm really hoping to, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't really want to build a lot of hype around it in case it doesn't happen. But in, I think two weeks or three weeks, I'm going to be going to Detroit. I've, I know I've already talked about this before, but, uh, I'm going to be going to Detroit for the first time to see Metallica and Pantera for the first time. And, uh, while I'm in Detroit, I'm hoping to, uh, meet up with, my uh, internet buddy, uh, Dan C. Bearded, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, bearded community YouTuber on YouTube. <laughs> Beard content creator. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, which, by the way, uh, he has a new podcast with his wife, Sam, uh, called uh, Catching Up With The Commands. They are, I think, six, seven or eight episodes in. And it is a great show. They talk about topics. They talk about their life. And it's, 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 it's just really good discussion. It's really good information. And it's, it's just, just a very nice, wholesome podcast. So check it out on all the podcasting platforms, Catching Up With The Commands. Um, I'm also going to begin uh, looking into po- like potential episode or um, just sponsors for the podcast. Uh, I, am trying to figure out like a platform to do that by like how I'm going to, how I'm going to do sponsorships. But, uh, if you're a business and you would like some advertising via my podcast, uh, and Instagram, I 
please hit me up in the DMs on Instagram or email me at podcastrophypod at gmail.com. So uh, with that being said, uh, I got nothing else. Um, again, I'll, I'll try to keep, keep everybody posted and do more podcasts because, you know, I really love doing this. I know there's a lot of people that enjoyed me doing this podcast and the people I brought onto the podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, and then you get then you, then you know when I have a new podcast. You don't have to just wait for a post on Facebook or Instagram. You just know. And then you can just listen to it at your leisure. But anyway, uh, I've been Dick. This is episode 159 and uh Please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys.